Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Deirdre Shen, thank you so much for joining us. You are the founding partner of The Growth Boss. You are found on the web at thegrowthboss.com. Deirdre, you're also a friend. So thank you so much for joining. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Josh. I'm excited to be here. So from a high level, please do explain what The Growth Boss does. Yeah, so um, we work with e-commerce business owners and we help either coach them um, to basically sell now and sell out using the what I call the virality formula. Um, or we also, and we also, I should say, or and we also work as um, a virtual CMO. Yeah. So what goes into that? And and what are the elements? This is a big question, right? <laughs> what are the elements of a successful e-com either campaign or just, you know, again, you know, if we want to create a lot of success today in 2021, what what should we be doing? Oh gosh, there's so many there are so many things. Um a whole our whole strategy is anchored in biopsychology. Um, and as you can imagine, there are a lot of things that go into biopsychology, especially online when you're not. Um, when you're trying to sell from a website, essentially, um, which is why it is really important more and more that it's in, for e-commerce business owners they, um, to understand that human connection is going to always, always be the core of yeah. what it is that you do. Um, so that's the, always the beginning place to start um, is what I say. But then obviously on top of that, you can layer some really cool strategies um, like doing a, a viral contest, um, like finding your traffic through what I call the traffic pyramid, through doing live conversion method events. Um, there are so many cool, cool ways that e-commerce business owners, so many strategies that they can be leveraging to um, create virality in their business. Yeah. All right. So you're a big fan of contests. Um, tell tell me about uh, why that works or how that works. How does that stimulate great consumer activity? Yeah. So a contest uh, for anyone who might be somewhat new to this idea is where you are offering something irresistible uh, to your audience and it doesn't have to be directly to your audience because the, the point of this as well is to actually grow your audience. Um, uh, you, you're, you're offering something irresistible and they enter a contest or a competition to actually win it. Um, and how they win it is by doing a variety of tasks. The most important is, of course, to refer you um, or your brand um, and get other people signing up uh, to, you know, to your email list, um, definitely to get people to follow you. Um, and you can get them to do a whole host of other tasks as well. So not only to refer you, but you get them to, yeah, as I said, follow you, join your Facebook group, subscribe to your YouTube channel, like really wherever you are um, and whatever you want to be promoting, you can actually get them to do. And by doing those tasks, they actually earn more points to um, win your giveaway, to win your prize. Um, so it's a really, really great way to incentivize people to actually share you with very low, it's very low barriers because really they're just kind of shooting over a, a link with a personalized note to their friends, their family, um, maybe sharing on their social pages. Um, yeah. So, and they can win something pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So where do you come in and and uh, who do you typically work with and 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 how are you helping them with this uh, again, very viral strategy to grow. 
Yeah. So as I mentioned, I have a couple of ways. So for businesses who are predominantly, I would say, earning sort of less than six figures, they're kind of signed, they've either started or they're just growing. Um, we do have a group coaching program that can really help them start to take some of these strategies and implement them on their own. Um, for those who are um, much sort of more uh, like advanced in their entrepreneurship journey, in their business journey, um, and maybe making six figures plus, we do have a virtual CMO offering. Um, and we do this um, because we know that there is a lot, there is a lot that goes into um, essentially implementing, again, what I call the virality formula. And, you know, when you're when you're running a six-figure business or when you're, you have a pretty demanding nine-to-five, you're trying to get this business off the ground and, you know, you don't have the time to actually put, to not only think of the strategy, but then also to implement it. That's where we come in um, with yeah. our virtual CMO offering. So um, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. And Deirdre, explain your background, like how you got into this. Obviously, you were in the e-com world. And so lo- lo- kind of love to hear your, your, your origin story. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Gosh, I it, I had a very roundabout um, story, as you can probably imagine a lot of um, entrepreneurs do. But I actually started, so by, as, as a lot of us do, corporate, I started in corporate, I was actually in banking. Um, mm-hmm. And <laughs> actually, I'll start, um, if you don't mind, I don't know how much time we have, but I'll start even a little bit further um, back because I am Malaysian by, I guess, origin, ancestry origin. Well, my parents are from Malaysia. Um, and mm-hmm. They moved over to Australia um, when I was basically a baby. So I grew up in Sydney. and But with a lot of first migrant stories, it's kind of, you know, the weight of expectations is real. It's real because, you know, they um, they sacrificed a lot. You know, they didn't have any family. They didn't have any support networks, essentially, to provide my brother and I better opportunities, better education, um, all of that. And, you know, that kind of played out in terms of I got private tutoring when I was, like, in third grade um I had to get into you know the best school in the state um in my high school I took a test did that um I was on the path my dad really wanted me to become a doctor I was on that path and I was and he was like you know that's it you're going to become a doctor um and then you know when it came to the time when I had to put in my university um study preferences I was like hey well if I don't get into medicine then what do I want to do and generally it's like med science it's some kind of science degree and at that point I was like oh my God, I hate science. So like, yeah. I don't want to do a science degree. And so I negotiated with him. This is my, my, I feel like my, one of my first negotiations with him was, you know what? I'm going to do a law degree. That will compromise. I'll do a law degree. So I do uh-huh. a law degree, but really I did that because you have to do a double degree in Australia. And I really actually want to do a business degree. So anyway, I, um, I, in, um, when I graduated, I went into banking. I was working for an investment bank in Sydney called Macquarie Bank. It's the largest investment bank in, in Australia. Um, mm. And I was fortunate because I was put on this um, really big project. Um, it had visibility all the way up to the CEO because it was like one, in the, once, one of those once-in-a-decade kind of regulatory reforms that was happening in Australia. Um, and it was great. It was such a great opportunity. I was leading a stream of work. Um, and But what that actually opened my eyes to was almost like what you have to do or what you have to become to um, play the game. You know, we, all, we, talk, we hear a lot about the politics that happens in the corporate world, but it was the first time that, you know, I actually witnessed it with my own eyes because I was in these room, in, in rooms with these really senior people and I was watching, you know, um, the back channeling that they had to do, the kind of like the the 
off to the side negotiations that were happening. And it was kind of like, I just didn't want to be, I just couldn't imagine, you know, um, doing that myself to climb the corporate ladder. So very, um, I guess early on in my career, I was like, okay, well, this isn't going to be for me. Um, and so I had, you know, what we call a quarter life crisis. Um, and uh-huh. at the same time, so funnily enough, my then boyfriend, now husband, he was studying medicine and he was hating it. Um, and so we were both kind of like in this places in our lives where we were like, oh gosh, what, what does that mean for us? Like what path are we going to be on? Um, we had just moved out and it was our first foray into adulting, as in we had to actually cook for ourselves. Mm. Um, and Ash, uh, my uh, my husband now, he really actually enjoyed cooking and more specifically um, baking because I love my desserts. And, you know, he was <laughs> like, I'm going to perfect this dessert that I love is this molten lava cake. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's my favorite dessert in the world. Anyway, so he loved, he he found a passion in experimenting, creating desserts. Um, and so we were like, you know what, let's, let's open a dessert bar. So that was actually our first business. We went into hospitality as our first business, um, which I would not really recommend to to many people because uh, rent, supplies, wages, like the costs, uh, especially the fixed costs are high. So um, from there, uh, it was a struggle. Like the, the good first nine months, at least we were like deep in the red. We were bleeding money because we just didn't know what we were, what we were doing. Um, and it was really one of the truly loneliest times for me. So fast forward though, we found our way out of it. I got some help. Um, I got, you know, some coaching, some mentoring. Um, we grew that business to, it's called the chocolate. We grew that to five locations in Sydney. Um, we opened a burger restaurant uh, alongside it, have two of those locations and then we moved to New York. <laughs> huh. um, and so I, okay, so there were a couple of things that like led to the move to New York, but essentially um, I'm probably not going to go through those, but um, long story short, main catalyst was that we found out one of our store managers um, who'd been working with us for four to five years had been stealing from us. Um, and oh. yeah, and it was like, we're talking like hundreds of thousands of dollars. It was a lot of money. Oh, um, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, everything happens for a reason, right? And at the yeah. time it was like, it felt like a massive betrayal and it was really hard. Oh. But now it's like, well, the great thing that came out of it was it kind of short-circuited this, I think the part, like almost, <laughs> it's funny, you know, when you get out of corporate, you're like, cause you feel like you're in a hamster wheel. Um, and when you grow a business, you kind of, in a way are building your, a hamster wheel, just a different looking hamster wheel. Um, and so I think at that point, it kind of, we were realizing that we were on this path, on this hamster wheel. Um, and it was actually a really good way to break us out of that and mm. make us realize and think about what it was that we actually wanted to do. Um, I was working, I had already, um, I was working on a new business actually with another co-founder um, in yeah. fashion technology. And I was like, and, and and I always wanted to work and live overseas. So I was like, you know what? Fashion and technology, what better place in the world than New York to, you know, to bring that together? Um, so I always say that, you know, I, I packed my bags, moved to New York with my husband, my cat, and my co-founder in tow. <laughs> um, we hit the ground running in New York with this fashion technology idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we went to, um, we had two kind of customer avatars, one being college women and one being young professional. So we went to Columbia, NYU, Wall Street, you know, just talking to women, um, our, our ideal customers to make sure, yeah. to validate whether there was a problem that we were solving for. 
Um, and in those discussions, we realised that, yes, while there was a problem, it wasn't a big enough one to actually, um, uh, like, it, it would have been something that I think if we had more runway, we probably could have done, but we just didn't. Um, we didn't have the money. We didn't have the capital. So we actually failed that business. And then fortuitously, um, we I ran into an old, an old acquaintance of mine, um, also from Australia. I didn't realise I'd moved to New York. And um, she has a chocolate retail business mm. and a brick and mortar one. And she was like, okay, Deidre, I want to move online. I want to move into e-commerce um, and I want you to help me. And I'm like, really? I don't really know much about e-commerce. Are you sure? And she was, <laughs> she was you know, and then you get, uh, for me, it was like yeah. imposter syndrome. It was like perfectionism, all yeah. of those things, right? <laughs> Unintentional business, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and But we did it. And because she was like, actually, you're perfect because you have a brick and mortar store. You know how important you know, show, like showing up for your audiences, showing up for your customers, um, creating that rapport, build, like ultimately human connection. You know how important that is. That's what has, you know, made her business a, su- a success offline. She's like, I want to find a way to bottle that up and bring that online. Um, so I was like, okay, look, let's try it. Um, we um, we did a, what we call a festival. It was like a five-day live conversion method. Um, and she did 23K um, in that week um, of uh, in online, online sales just off the back of that five-day quiz. So I was like, this is pretty cool. Okay, this might work. So we went back to some of the brands and boutiques that we were talking to um, for the fashion technology business because uh, like their main thing was always we when we're like, what is the, the number one thing you want to solve for? They're like customer acquisition. Uh, like we need to make more sales. We need to find more customers. So we're like, okay, cool. Look, we have, we've tried this thing, this new thing. Do you want to give it a go? And so we did, and they, like, similar successes, like, they, you know, so we're like, oh, there's something in this because it all comes back to that human connection, showing up for your audience. Mm. So that was our first foray into e-commerce. I then, we then opened our own, um, and ever since then we've been coaching because I just didn't want, you know, especially those um, that are starting new to feel that kind of loneliness that I did. Um, and then and then alongside that is, as I mentioned, some of those really cool strategies that, um, we've picked up around, you know, creating virality in your business, um, creating, you know, not, not in the contest, but your advocates, um, creating re- an ambassador program and really um, supercharging referral marketing and things like that. Like that's really the, the best way to get your brand out there and to continue getting almost untapped. Um, like, oh, I should say just opening the tap so you just have a flow of customers constantly. Um, yeah. So that's how we, that was a really long answer. Sorry about that. Josh. Oh my gosh. Yes. No, we only have, I apologize. We only have like a couple minutes left. You've got a couple of podcasts as well. Uh, the Growth Boss podcast and how she built her e-commerce brand. Can you share yes. a little bit about those? Oh yes. So the Growth Boss podcast is um, essentially kind of um, my and my co-founder's journey. Um, so we share a lot of um, things that we're struggling with. Um, so it's very real. It's very in the moment. Um, thing, uh, what we're finding as we're building our own businesses. Um, and I'm really, really excited about the um, How She Built Her Econ's Brand podcast because it's a relatively new one. Um, but we are going to be interviewing, well, I'm going to be interviewing some really cool women who um, have built their e-commerce brands um, mm-hmm. and are killing it. So we're going to hear their, all their stories. How did they do it? How do they get there so that um, others in the community can learn from, from them? 
Yeah. And so you can find each of those at thegrowthboss.com. Deidre, uh, anything else that folks should look for when they go to your website? Oh, uh, look, I have a, I hold a challenge um, and a, and a boot camp as well. So guys, if you want to get a little bit deeper with me on the strategy, on the Virology formula, on getting, finding your audience and converting them, then uh, definitely look for that and sign up for it as well. Awesome. Deidre Chen, again, thegrowthboss.com. Thank you so much for joining us, Deidre. Yes. Thank you for having me, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.